Molly Moon threw a bumper-sized packet of honey wheat pufters up the supermarket aisle. The box landed with a crunch in the trolley. Bullseye! Twenty points to me! Molly said with satisfaction. A shower of jaw-drop bubblegums came raining down into the trolley from over the shelves of cereals. How can Ruby eat so much gum? She's only five, said Rocky. She sticks her pictures up with it, said Molly. Ten points for those gums and double it, green eyes, because I got them in from over the other side. The husky-voiced boy emerged from behind a giant stack of baked beans. His dark brown face was framed by a white hat with ear flaps. He put a bottle of orange squash in the trolley. Thanks, Rocky, Molly said. Orange squash was Molly Moon's favourite drink. She disentangled a pen from behind her ear and wrote down their chucking scores in a small worn notebook. OK, wise guy, you win this week, but I'll be the champ before Easter. Then Molly consulted their list. It said, Happiness House Shopping. Happiness House was the orphanage where Molly and Rocky lived. When Molly was a baby, she'd been left on its doorstep in a Moon's Marshmallows box, which is how she got her name. The children's home had been called Hardwick House then, and it had been an extremely difficult place to live in. But just before Christmas, Molly had been dealt a spectacular, life-changing card. In the Briarsville Library, she'd found The Book of Hypnotism by Dr Logan. After learning the book's secrets and discovering that she possessed incredibly powerful hypnotic skills, Molly had left the orphanage and gone to New York, accompanied by the orphanage pug, Petula. There, she'd used hypnotism to get the starring role in a Broadway musical called Stars on Mars. Molly had fooled and controlled hundreds of people, and she'd made lots of money. But a crook called Professor Nockman had discovered her secret. He had kidnapped Petula and blackmailed Molly to rob a bank for him. It had been dreadful until Rocky had showed up and helped her sort Nockman out. Molly had left New York behind, bringing with her the money that she'd earned and a large diamond that had come her way the day of the bank robbery. Back at Hardwick House, Molly had renamed the building, and the kind, although slightly batty, widow called Mrs Trinklebury, who'd worked at the orphanage before, had come to help permanently. Molly had told her that the money she'd brought back from America was from a rich benefactor who wanted to help the children's home. Molly had also hypnotised Simon Nockman and brought him with her to be an assistant to Mrs Trinklebury. Molly was hoping that by staying with someone as kind as Mrs Trinklebury and by being hypnotised to do good deeds himself, he would reform and become a genuinely kind person. Molly checked her list. They had about everything now. All the healthy food, the vegetables and fruit that Mrs Trinklebury had asked for lay squashed at the bottom of the trolley, underneath milk and fizzy drinks. On top were presents for the six children who were away. Gordon Boyles and Cynthia Redman were on an outward-bound course, where Gordon, wanting to look meaner, had shaved his head. Molly had bought shaving foam and razors for him, and chocolates for Cynthia. Hazel Hackersley and Craig Redman, Cynthia's twin, were on a ballroom dancing course, so Molly was sending them lip gloss and teeth whitener. Jinx and Ruby, the two five-year-olds, were staying at Mrs Trinklebury's lovely sister's pig farm. Molly was posting them popcorn and bubblegum. Molly scratched her head. 
All that's left now is something for everyone who's left behind. Roger needs his nuts. Poor Roger. He's nuts, said Rocky. Indeed, Roger Fibbins had gone a bit mad. He spent most of his time at the orphanage oak tree and seemed to live in a scary fantasy land where the leaves and stones whispered to him. He roamed the town listening for secret messages and he made folded paper darts that had writing inside them. They said things like, Send help quick! Aliens have eaten my brain! Watch out! The brain centipedes are here! And don't judge your body by its skin! These he threw around Briarsville, threw people's letters.